Hey, Kara North. How are you? Hey, Joe Suarez. How are you? Doing well. It has definitely been quite a while since we have gotten together and recorded a podcast episode together. I know. People were starting to wonder what happened to us, but we have been here. We've been busy, and we just want to take this episode to maybe just do a quick catch up, let people know what we've been into, and maybe these are some of the things that folks have also been through too. Yeah, we we definitely have some updates. And, you know, one of the reasons or one of the great things I think we bring to this podcast is our diverse backgrounds. And originally that meant um, you were kind of coming from a higher ed perspective and I was coming from a more corporate enterprise perspective. And as of today, that that's kind of changed, which I definitely want to get to. But as far as updates from our end, we have some episodes that we're working on, a couple interviews, a couple uh, episodes around job seeking that I definitely want to summarize later in the episode. But to kind of kick things off and summarize what we've been up to, I want to go all the way back to one day, uh, and we don't need to go line by line through everything we've done since then, but in a, a particular day was May 16th. 2019. Do you happen to remember what we were doing that day? I do remember that day very fondly. So that was the Innovate Conference at The Ohio State University. That was a special day for me because that was the first time I got to meet my good friend Jonathan Rock in person. And then also had my cousin from Kentucky come up and attend that conference too. So all in all, it was a good day. But I know you had a different experience that day, Joe. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up Jonathan Rock because that was one of the highlights of my day. Another one of the highlights was I met maybe our first uh, in-person fan stopped me and said, hey, are you Joe Suarez? And I said, yeah. And he says, I basically said, I love your podcast. And so this person's name was Mihailo. And, you know, we came to kind of be good networking friends with him, both you and I, when he was in the Columbus area. He's now in the Cincinnati area. So shout out to him. But yeah, by and large, it was not such a good day for me. So I got a text from my manager at the time informing me that our team was being shrunk from three to two. I don't want to really talk too negatively, but just some data points. So I was on a team that was seven strong and it went down. Uh, all the way to three, and then obviously to two. In about two years, I had five different changes in who I was reporting to. And um, three, I think it was three reorgs. Uh, It was kind of the last straw for me. And that started a long job search that ultimately led me to a lot of the updates that we want to give. But yeah, it was kind of a, a catalyst moment for me, which is why I want to bring it up. Yeah, and it was really hard for us hearing that you were going through that because you did kind of leave the conference pretty unexpectedly. And I know we were looking forward to all having a dinner together like after the conference just to get kind of everyone together. Because I also forgot um, our friend Anna Leach was in from Tucson, Arizona as well for that conference. So it was really a good opportunity for all of us to get together. And we were really sad that you had to leave so quickly. But yeah, let's uh, let's just dive on into it, Joe. So you want to continue the story a little bit? Sure. So uh, like we said, that was May, and uh, that started a job searching process that, for me, that went quite longer than I anticipated. I didn't end up starting a new position until November of 2019, which was working for a software development consulting company, and they were standing up a commercial learning team. So this was a big shift for me, because my experience up to this point 
in the learning development field had been all internal training. So a big shift and a big change in, in how things were done. It was, it was very unique and interesting. I did a lot of content development. So the majority of my time was writing or researching for writing. Um, but ultimately, because of the whole COVID situation that hit, I was let go after only five months of being in the role. And that was in April of 2020. You know, ultimately, as, as awful as it was to be uh, basically fired for the first time in my life and let go, I just kind of realized that so many different people were going through the same thing and weren't in as good of a position as I was. Either they were in different spots in their life or at different circumstances, financial or otherwise, that um, they, they couldn't bounce back as well as maybe as I could. So one of the things that I did was decided to start a uh, job seeker series that I hosted on TLDC. And it ended up being a four-part series. The videos are on YouTube, and we can provide shows uh, links to those in the show notes. And um, it's something that I want to kind of summarize in a future episode. So I highly recommend diving into those, even if you currently have a job, because given kind of our world today, you just kind of never know when you're going to need those, those skills. And Joe not only does just a great job of summarizing what you should be looking for in the search, but little known fact about Joe, he is a beast of a negotiator, friends, a absolute beast. And so he doesn't really talk a lot about that. But one thing I've learned just by knowing Joe for a couple years is always negotiate. That's true. And, you know, I like to say I don't really know anything more than what I learned just looking things up, researching things on YouTube and, and articles that I read about salary negotiation. And, you know, I'm not somebody that really gets excited about doing that process. I don't walk in to buy a car and get excited to haggle. But I realized that, you know, if I spend a couple hours researching salary negotiation and just spend a few minutes countering and perhaps getting a, a higher salary as a result, that's a great investment of my time. Um, you could potentially turn a few hours into thousands and thousands of dollars. Well, and not only salary, but one thing I really admire about you, Joe, is just negotiating other things. So I know when you were in the middle of your search, you know, I'd ask you, hey, how's it going? And you'd say, hey, I have this opportunity at this place that I'm interviewing for. And I'd look it up and it would be like in California. And I'm like, well, Joe, how are you doing this? He's like, oh, I'm negotiating that that's going to be remote for me. So <laughs> you're not only good at negotiating salary, but you're also good at negotiating kind of your value to the org. So he really has a lot of great wisdom. Um, so I really highly recommend checking out the TLDC videos as well as uh, upcoming episodes here. So we've been focusing a lot on, on me and reflecting on the things that I've been through, but you've been through quite a lot of things as well as far as um, accomplishments. So, so tell us about some of those things. Yeah, so wrapping up 2019, it was really an interesting time for me. So I was still working at the university, still working on my PhD. And then in October, I got to go to DevLearn for the first time. And it's always kind of been a career bucket list thing of mine to present at DevLearn. And so the fact I got accepted and I was able to present at DevLearn was a very special moment for me. I'm getting actually a little emotional thinking about it right now because it is going to be 
as my friend Anna Leach says, it's going to be in my retirement speech one day, right? Um, just that that moment and that feeling of, of going through. And then when I got my feedback back from DevLearn, um, I was just over the moon. Like just the comments I got from people, it just really made me feel really good. So I really very humble and I appreciate all of that. Also, uh, earlier in the year, uh, Multiple Choice Mayhem that I co-created with my colleague at Ohio State, Sean Hickey, it actually won another award when I was at Vegas. So I made the mistake of trying to go to two conferences at the same time when I was in Las Vegas in October. So there was DevLearn, of course, and then there was a higher education conference called the Association for Education, Communications, and Technology. I had, I think, two presentations at that conference. Plus I had a presentation at DevLearn. So I was going between the conferences. So the DevLearn one was at the Mirage and then the AECT one was at the Westgate. So I'd rented a car and then I had friends of mine that were, you know, we were roommates at the the hotel and everything. So I would, some of us were going to that conference and some of us was going to DevLearn. So I kind of had like this, I called it Cooper for Kara Uber going on the entire time in, in Vegas. So, um, I don't recommend doing that. I missed a lot of good connections at actually both places because I was just so rushed and so kind of stressed. And after I did my presentation at DevLearn, I just wanted to just go to sleep for 12 hours. I mean, it just took every bit of energy out of me going through that. But again, really, really fun. Um, Really excited that we won an award at AECT. So we won the Digital Artifact of the Year Award for Multiple Choice Mayhem. So that was also a really nice highlight. But when I got back from DevLearn, uh, things started to get a little bit real. So personally, um, my mother actually had some pretty severe health issues and So long story short, my mom and dad actually came to the Columbus area and ad hocly kind of moved in with me and my husband. And my mom had a pretty significant lung surgery in December. And good news is now post all the surgery, she's doing so much better. So she had to use like oxygen before. She doesn't need oxygen now. She's got a lot of her independence back. And so we were very thankful for that. So I did take some time off for work. In December. And then also, I made the decision to change my advisor in my PhD program. And so that's another thing I want to share with people is, you know, at the end of the day, your advisor works for you. And if you're not getting a good vibe, or that person isn't supporting you the way that they need to, you have every right in the world to change advisors. So I switched advisors. And politically, that was very difficult to do. And I saw some things happening I didn't care for. And you have to remember, I was still a staff member at the institution I was also getting my degree at. So in January of 2020, I made the decision that I was going to leave the university. I just didn't know when. So I went through my PhD candidacy exam. I passed that. And then I finished up all my coursework. And so then I got to play the good old, oh, I want to find a new job. And then COVID hit in the middle of it. (laughs) So when that happened, it was it was really kind of chaotic. But I was very, very fortunate to kind of have a couple of different orgs fighting over me. And I know I'm very blessed to have that opportunity. So now I'm actually out of higher ed. I work for a semiconductor manufacturing company and I'm about four and a half months in so far and it's been a wild ride. Yeah, it it definitely has been um, a wild ride. And 
you know, we, we've both kind of been on roller coasters and, you know, we, we text back and forth and share what we're up to and what the status of different job pursuits was. And, and just to be there for each other was, was kind of cool. Um, it's definitely good to hear, uh, and know that your mom is, is back in good health and, you know, going back to DevLearn, it was fun to watch from back here in Ohio and kind of cheer you on virtually there as well. And then both of us have some different things that we're doing for DevLearn this year. Obviously, the format is a little different. They've, they've made the, the right decision to go fully virtual at this point. So you actually have a virtual session, live session that you're doing. And I'm um, at this point, I've, I've agreed to do a recording of actually an episode on, on podcasting. Even though it, it's not the actual DevLearn experience that that I hope to have, um, I'm still excited to be a part of it and to be uh, contributing. Yeah, completely agree. I, I think DevLearn really is the gold standard for for conferences. Like I really can't stress how much of a good time I had at DevLearn last year, even though I was pivoting between that and that higher ed conference. But I was really, really looking forward to DevLearn this year, I'd already kind of made plans with, you know, obviously Joe and then Jonathan Hill was going to fly over from the UK for the first time. And so I was really looking forward to having kind of like a little mini LNG family reunion at DevLearn. So I'm really sad that it's not going to happen in person this year, but here's hoping to maybe our world getting back to pre-COVID sometime soon. Mm-hmm. For sure. And, and going back to kind of the 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 whole pandemic situation and the impact of that. So um, like I mentioned, it was in April of 2020 that I was let go. I decided to give this job seeker series. Um, ultimately, here I, I ended up starting a new job um, in August of, of 2020. So things ended up on a positive note. But, um, you know, I was unemployed there for several months. And I decided to have a positive attitude about the whole thing. And I viewed it as an opportunity, even though, you know, it was a scary thing or it was risk and fear involved with it. But I decided to use it as an opportunity to explore what full-time self-employment looked like. So I was doing one small freelance engagement on the side when uh, my layoff occurred. And I was able to turn that into some additional work. And then I also managed to have another freelance project come in. And that was, that sustained me through a lot of months before I found the job that I'm in now, which is I'm a senior e-learning developer for a place that they're based in Virginia and they do a lot of training for the federal government. I'm joining a a very experienced team, a good team that knows their stuff when it comes to e-learning and video development and accessibility. Obviously a big thing when you're, you're building learning solutions for the U.S. federal government because they have their 508 compliance standards. I'm so glad that you got that role, and I'm really excited to hear more about what you learn in that role, specifically accessibility. The fact that where you work at has an accessibility team, like that is so cool. So I'm really looking forward to learning kind of vicariously through you. And I also think that you hit the nail on the head as to why I think we're such good friends, because you were, you're a hustler. Like, even though you were working full time, you had this side gig going and 
you know, I don't know how to sit still myself. So even though I was very blessed to not necessarily lose a job during the middle of our pandemic, I saw people like Joe that I knew were so talented. And I know there's so many people that were out of work. So I decided to do something to help. And so um, I think since June, I've been listing on LinkedIn every weekday uh, jobs that I find. So I just curate job posts and just share them on LinkedIn every weekday at 8 a.m. Eastern time. And I've just been blown away by just people saying, oh, I saw that job you posted. I applied for it and I got it. Thank you. That's just been incredible. I mean, some people I haven't even had a conversation with and they're like just posting that job. That was something I was looking for and I applied and I got it. And that made me feel really awesome too. So um, I really encourage people to think about how they can give back right now. And, and I know that a lot of people are hurting and there's a lot of kind of bad stuff going on, but putting those jobs together doesn't take a big hunk of my time. In fact, spoiler alert, I have already made the list before they go live. Like I scheduled them like the night before. So I'm, I'm not doing anything the day of. And I know there's so many people that rely on those lists now. And it's also a great way to meet people and, uh, you know, kind of broaden your network too. Yeah, totally agree. And I think both of us are, or were at least in a very good position to kind of improve our, our fortunes when so many people are, are struggling right now. And the fact that both of us decided to, to give back in some way and continue to do so, I mean, not to toot our own horns even more in this episode, but I think it just speaks a lot to who we are as people. And in addition to the positive feedback, you said you've gotten, I got good feedback from others uh, around my TLDC job seeker series as well. So it's just a good feeling. And one of the things I like to say is that networking, you need to give just as much or more than you take. It's a two-way street there. You can't just walk into a situation and expect to kind of connect with a bunch of people and get something out of them. And that's that's the extent of the relationship. Networking is a two-way street and it's kind of paradoxical, but the more you put yourself out there to help others, that comes back. I feel like you're baiting me here because you know what I'm going to say next. So um, with that, and I, I appreciate what you said there, Joe, and I hope that we don't come across that way. We don't call ourselves thought leaders. We don't ask for money, right? Um, I will say during this whole pandemic, I have seen a lot of scuzz buckets come out, right? So be very careful on what you're impressed by. Just really critically think about what people are posting. There's a lot of interesting kind of fly-by-night things out there, asking for your money, um, trying to get you to say, you know, give me money and I'll help you find a job or I will guarantee you a job. Like that's, that's not good. Um, a mentor will not do that. I, that's another pet peeve of mine. If you're mentoring somebody, they're not going to ask for your credit card number. Okay. So just be very critical of that. There is a lot of noise out there and I don't know about you, Joe, but it is driving me absolutely up the wall. It can be frustrating to see a lot of that. And I, I think, first of all, we should just recognize the times that we're in. And the reality is that a lot of people are either finding themselves out of work and needing to pivot into something different. And they see that as, okay, I need to drum up some business for whatever they're doing. A lot of people are doing that right now, which means competition is fierce, which means a lot of people are doing a lot of strange and, and sometimes incredibly awkward and pushy things online um, to promote themselves. You just have to have a filter for those kinds of things. 
I think my favorite one so far, and I think I can say this because I don't think this person's directly in L&D, but someone I ended up connecting with, and I don't remember how it happened, uh, posted a picture of themselves on LinkedIn with like a helmet on and like was literally pretty much naked the rest of the time and said, I posted this because I have the fortitude to do so. And I'm like, what? Like, why? Why would you do that? So I do think 2020 and the pandemic has really stressed people and I'm not trying to make light of that at all I do think it's been a very stressful time for a lot of people but I also see that there's weird stuff that people are posting and I don't know whether to blame it on pandemic brain or if it's just something where they think it'll make them stand out but again just be just be careful what you're putting out there to wrap up this episode we have one last announcement you know like like we mentioned earlier We're not really asking for anything in return. We're just putting positive things into the world. But at the same time, we thought it'd be cool to kind of put together basically a swag shop for L&D. I forget that like my Tigger balances don't translate very well to podcasting. (laughs) So yeah, I am super, super excited about this. This is something Joe and I have talked about for gosh, well over a year now, I think. So we're not your your regular kind of L&D swag shop. It will have a little bit of an attitude, a little bit of a snark, a little bit of a smirk. So we have a bunch of different ideas out there and we'll continue to grow it as we continue to launch this. But really excited to get your feedback, your thoughts. And if you attended my Learnapalooza session, then you probably saw one of our shirts there live. Yeah, it's it's really cool to be able to to put that together and just work on something on the side, um, some illustrations and different things like that that had nothing, at least uh, directly tied to to any kind of learning solution or anything like that. It's kind of a fun little side project for us, and um, yeah, we hope you check it out. So the URL is L N D, so that's three letters, not the ampersand. L N D T's as in t-shirt so t-e-e-s i should probably say that all l-n-d-t-e-e-s.com l-n-d-t's and there you'll see our storefront for t-shirts and coffee mugs and things like that yeah but we're really really excited to bring this forward because you know a lot of the swag you can get for learning and development you have to get at conferences and since conferences have kind of stopped in person we thought that this might be the best time to launch this idea so that's about all we had for this episode we just want to give everybody an update to what we're up to and reassure you that there are new episodes coming thanks for sticking with us and i've just been blown away by the feedback that people have had about how they've gotten something out of the podcast and i even got it we we got an email the other day of, of somebody asking if they could use an episode of our podcast in their curriculum for for one of their college courses that they were putting together and i'm just blown away that that you know we're trying to be useful for people but that people are actually finding it that useful it just really is is amazing to hear that kind of feedback in addition to that i have just been really encouraged by the number of other lnd podcasts that are starting up when we started one of my reasons for doing it is because i wasn't hearing the podcast that i wanted to hear And since that time, so many other people have started. And at first it was like, oh, great. Now I can listen to the podcasts that I, the kind of podcasts that I want to hear. And it got, it's gotten to the point where I can't even keep up anymore subscribing to all these things, let alone listening to all the great uh, learning and development podcasts that are out there. 
Yeah, and again, keep doing what you're doing. If you're just starting out with your podcast, uh, just know that we're here. If you want to reach out to us to chat, um, I know that when we launched, the e-learning guys were really inspirational to us, and I know that Nate's took some time uh, with Joe and I to to help talk through launching, and just know that the community is here for you, and we support you in doing it. So stay tuned for future episodes. And until next time, this is Joe Suarez. And I'm Karen Orr. Thanks for listening.